You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. So what's the deal when you go to a coffee shop, right? You go to the coffee shop and you want to try to focus in reading your paper, but it's so loud in there, and the beans are grinding, and they're yelling at you, what do you want for your coffee? You want milk or sugar? It's like, I'm trying to write my dissertation here. Come on, what's going on? I'm just trying to focus and write. Come on, I come to the coffee house to relax. You got to stop with the noise. I don't get it. And you broke up with her because she beat you at chess? That's pretty sick. I don't see how I could perform sexually in a situation after something like that. I was completely emasculated. Anyway, it's not the only reason. Yeah? What else? All right. You want to know what one of her favorite expressions is? Happy? Pappy? Happy? Pappy? What does that mean? Like, if she wants to know if I'm pleased with something, she'll say, Happy? Pappy? Oh, you're Pappy. I'm Pappy. I get it. Why don't you just say it? Oh, come on. What, are you kidding? I'm much more comfortable criticizing people behind their backs. Anyway, look who's talking. You broke up with Melanie last week because she shushed you while you were watching TV. Hey, I got a real thing about shushing. What, what is this? Do you ever get the feeling that you've had a haircut but you didn't have one? I'm all itchy back here. <sighs> what? What is this? What are we doing? What in God's name are we doing? What? Our lives! What kind of lives are these? We're like children. We're not men. No, we're not. We're not men. We come up with all these stupid reasons to break up with these women. I know, I know. That's what I do. That's what I do. Are we going to be sitting here when we're 60 like two idiots? We should be having dinner with our sons when we're 60. We're pathetic. You know that? Yeah, like I don't know that I'm pathetic. Why can't I be normal? Yes, me too. I want to be normal. Normal. It would be nice to care about someone. Yes, yes, care. You know who I think about a lot? Remember Susan? The one who used to work for NBC. Hmm. I thought she became a lesbian. No, it didn't take. Oh. Did I ever tell you I ran into her last week? Oh, she looked great. Mm? You thought she was good looking, right? See, there you go again. What's the difference what I think? I was just curious. Well, this is it. I'm really going to do something about my life, you know? You know, I think I'm going to call Melanie again. So what if she shushed me? George, I'm going to make some changes. Yes, changes. I'm serious about it. Think I'm not? I'm not kidding. Me too. Ring, ring. Melanie, you can shush me at every opportunity. Five, three. Oh, it's just an expression. All right. Well, that's very sweet of you. Okay. I'll call you later. All right. Bye. scoop poop dropping the beats <laughs> uh, i still can't believe that actually happened it sure did still can't believe it highlight of my life <laughs> i thought the highlight of your life 
was Smash Mouth announcing that they're going to be putting out Astro Lounge on vinyl for the 20th anniversary. It's up there. You know we have to buy that and oh, review it on the show, right? Obviously. Obviously, it has to happen. We'll do a whole episode dedicated to the mouth of Smash. <laughs> what about just Smash Mouth? Drop the... <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Hey, welcome everybody to another episode of Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Adam is the Jerry Seinfeld to my Kramer and George Cassana. I feel like I'm kind of a combination of both. Well, and you get to be two. I want to be two. Does that I, make me Elaine and Seinfeld? I guess. Okay. okay. So he is. I do the, have good dance moves. Let me tell you. <laughs> he is the Jerry slash Elaine to my Kramer slash Costanza. There you go. Say hello to the beautiful people, Adam. Hello. <laughs> beautiful people. <laughs> and not so beautiful people. But just kidding. You're all beautiful people. You're all beautiful people in our book, That's especially right. when you listen to our podcast. And I'm John, and I don't really know how to follow up a comment like that. Like, what do I say? Hello to the not beautiful people? Well, that's why you say you call them beautiful, then you call them ugly, and then you say, JK, you're all beautiful, because uh, they are. Oh, okay. See, all right. you gotta, it's, all like, right. it's like a reverse psychology. Ah, okay. I okay. think that's how that works. Okay. See, see, like I said, you're the Jerry to my Costanza. Yeah, Sigmund Fraud came up with it. S- Sigmund Fraud? Yes. Freud. Yeah, I know. Oh. I realized I said it wrong after I said it. <laughs> okay. I was like, is he doing a bit? Should I wait a second here? <laughs> he also had some weird things about moms, from what I remember. But... <laughs> and we are your two hosts on this lovely music podcast. Most caffeinated hosts. Most caffeinated hosts. Yes, sir, we are. Where we're going to talk about the latest album of the week, Christine and the Queens, and her album, Chris. So not only will we have a really good discussion about that album, but then we'll go into our latest music news that we'd like to cover, and the latest music that we've been listening to. Kind of round it all out in final grounds. Yeah, and just a reminder, you can uh, find all our episodes on g4dpodcast.com. Um, We are also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Very nice. Very, very nice. It sure is. Very, very nice. We're we're everywhere. We're taking over the world. We sure are. And with your help, when you comment, like, rate, and subscribe, we can only grow further and spread the tentacles of love that are (laughs) G4D. Tentacles of love. (laughs) That just put a really gross image in my head. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm completely thrown off, Jerry. <laughs> wow, wow, I don't know, George. What do you want? There's going to be a lot of Seinfeld references on this episode, I can tell. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's never a bad thing, right? Never. You never have too much Seinfeld in your life. Unless you're a Friends fan. Mm, yes. Mm. I, don't, I don't hate Friends. I don't hate it. No. Yeah, but there's this kind of like... Seinfeld is better, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that too. But I feel like there is this... Seinfeld friends war that's going on mm. right now. The classic like, alien versus predator, sharks versus jets. <laughs> Seinfeld versus friends, just the classic. Yeah, exactly. Can, can you imagine the two fandoms like meeting in an alley like that? How would oh. that go down? Oh god. Dude, so so one of the friends fans would do the like, you know, what is it? That thing that they do with the elbows. Oh, sure, yeah. Right? Classic. And then one of the Seinfeld I feel like, fans would have a cast on his hand that's giving everybody the bird. I feel like Elaine would hate all the women on Friends. Yes. She'd be like, they're so annoying and so petty and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
I feel like Kramer and Joey would probably hit it off very well. I think so, actually, yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. You, you, you Ross, realize Ross and George would totally hit it off. You realize you're writing a fan fiction here now, right? It's, this probably exists, except that fan fiction probably takes a turn for the worst, <laughs> knowing the internet. Yes, exactly. And knowing what is that rule? Rule 34. Ugh, jeez. People are sick. They sure are, John. Sick, I tell you. <laughs> Absolutely sick. Uh, yeah. What what is the thing that's been going around the internet now? Browsette. Oh, the peach Bowser combination. Yeah. Oh boy. Oof. Mm. Man, pe- pe- do people not do anything when they're at home? I mean, like, it sounds like they do. Doesn't mean it's productive. Like, who has that much free time in their hand to start drawing all these pictures of Browsette? And of course, the most inappropriate images too, as well. Yeah feel embarrassed to be whipping out twitter out in public and just scrolling through like why share that why is that something good i couldn't like, tell I, you i don't get it i don't get it <laughs> george why is there be a brat why is there princess peach dressed like sexy bowser i don't get it <laughs> but i think one thing that jerry seinfeld would get is coffee yes and mr <laughs> adam right across from me has checked out a new coffee place here in orlando called the heavy Ooh. i think it's been open for a little bit but um it's owned by the same people who own porch therapy over on east end market and it's over kind of near where what was the old lombard's seafood distribution area so there's actually like a little linger of seafood i smell i i could smell it just a tad mm. it's it's not distracting like if you okay. really smell it you're like okay i can smell maybe maybe some shrimp in here but um yeah it was really cool it's basically just a giant warehouse of plants and nature and beauty and they have a really good coffee bar had a really nice pour over and it was good and highly highly recommended it seems like a very good study place like i can't wait till it gets a little colder out so we can go over there and just you know whip up our laptops and you know work on our plays and dissertations and wear scarves wear scarves yeah and just you know type away while we sip coffee in nature yeah maybe that'll happen in the first week of january yeah, it really never gets cold here. Oh my god, it's supposed to be like in the nineties all next week too. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, it is. We're supposed to have a lot of thunderstorms this week, I think, but that that never happened. That's that's Florida weather in a nutshell, right there. Actually, this is Florida weather in a nutshell. Help! I'm in a nutshell. How do I get here? Uh, I see what you did there. I see what yeah, you did. But there. Uh, speaking about hot, uh, John and I are going to some hot concerts coming up in the next three weeks i was really wondering where you were going with that segue hot 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 we are seeing david byrne on friday mm-hmm. oh my gosh am i forever ready for this concert so pumped when did we buy tickets for this like april like pretty much when it came out yeah as soon as i saw it on facebook i probably had a panic attack because i love the talking heads i love david byrne and Ever since seeing Stop Making Sense. Have you ever seen Stop Making Sense? Actually, it's on Amazon Prime right now. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Because I never watch movies like all the way through now. It's always, oh, I'll watch a little bit before I get tired and need to fall asleep. Yeah. but um, Dad life. Dad life. Uh, It's one of the greatest concerts probably ever recorded on just like the presentation and the style and arrangement. But uh, yeah, David Byrne is coming with his... 16-piece band or something crazy like that. So we have that. And then uh, Saturday, we have Pulp Fest over at the Milk District. I had Kyle and Christian on an earlier episode uh, last week. 
to talk about that and promote it. So definitely check go. that episode out. Yeah, if you want some good local bands, go to Pulp Fest this weekend. They got some pretty snazzy shirts that they're selling too. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, it was turning into she shells, she shells by the she shore. <laughs> Did you just shush me on my podcast? <laughs> it's okay. I'll call you back. Uh, yeah. So cool shirts. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then a week later. <laughs> we're, oh, gonna vent, we're gonna venture on to um saint augustine yes sir to go see the wu-tang clan on their woo woo was like their 25th anniversary tour of enter the 36 chambers yes yep. oh, cannot man. wait that's going to be a fun one yes it is it's gonna it's i that's gonna be an epic show because i don't think they have toured florida anytime recently with the lineup that they're having for this probably not oh yeah i i last time i think even any of the members toured here i think jizza did a liquid swords tour maybe about 10 years ago which i wanted to go to but i didn't because i didn't have anybody to go with and i still kick myself for not going to that Mm. but i'm not missing this show no we are not so pumped about it is there anything else you're seeing this year that you have lined up? Well, not this year. We're actually getting into next oh, year. Well, before we jump on to next year, I'm seeing Elton John on November 27th. Oh, yeah, that's right. You are. Yeah, for my, ber- for my birthday. I love I love the mashup of that and uh, the System of a Down song. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. called that's Crocodile Chop by Neil Sesagera. He's the guy who did the Potter Puppet Pals. He makes great mashup albums, so check oh, those out. So good. It's so, so good. Yeah, but next year we found out, uh, if you listened to our last week episode about No Name, uh, No Name will be coming to the Beecham on January 21st, I believe. January 17th. 17th. I was close. Yep. So we definitely need to buy tickets for that. Yes, sir, we do. We need then, to go to that show. That's going to be a great show. Yeah. Because she's only going to get more popular from here on in. Oh, for sure. So the fact that she's coming here, it's kind of like one of those things where... You gotta go. I'm glad she's coming. Go. Like I saw when she posted on Twitter, and I was like, eh, "She's probably not coming to Florida." And I was just like, <gasps> "Yeah," because there's so many artists that don't. They skip it. I'm telling you, the Beecham is becoming this huge, like, great venue for all these indie artists. And it and it will work well for rap artists because I think that venue works better for rap artists. When we saw Run the Jewels, there it was amazing. Oh my gosh, what a night! Oh uh, yeah, what a that night. That was insane. That was an insane sold show. out, completely packed. Cuz Lightyear was the opener. That guy is hilarious. Don't forget to wash your pots and pans. I was washing pots and pans, bad word. Don't forget to wash your hands, bad word. (laughs) We were very confused on what was going on, but it was amazing. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. It was the epitome of two white boys going to a rap concert. Yes, pretty much. Most of the audience was white anyway, which was kind of interesting. And uh, Gangsta Boo made a notice of that. I think Wu-Tang Clan is going to be the same, same way, too. Yeah. I, re- I really, really think so. It's going to be fun no matter what oh, race, yeah. ethnicity will no, be. No, I, I, absolutely. I'm very, very curious to see if it's one of those kind of shows where they do the whole album from front to back. And then they do like B-sides or like yeah. other singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I cannot wait. This is a good concert of lineups. I, I'm hoping that the trend continues next year for Orlando then. 2019. More great artists like No Name come here. Yeah, Kurt Vile's coming. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he played two years ago at The Social, and it was sold out. So really glad I got to be a part of that. It's blowing up, man. See, that's what happens. That's why next time Parquet Chords comes around here, I guarantee you they're going to be playing at the beach. Oh, I could totally see that. Hey, so uh, speaking of artists blowing up, let's uh, dive into our review here. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Christina and the Queens, Eloise Letizer. Um, 
French singer, songwriter, producer. She's been on the scene since around 2012. She released her first album called Schlamar Humain. Yeah, sure. Sure, pardon my French. My uh, perfectly spoken French. Omelette du fromage. Oh, it's the language of love, Dexter. <laughs> Classic. Uh, back in 2014, and she is back with her new album entitled Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who have not heard any of her music before, very techno-y, very dance pop, French dance pop, I guess, is the best way to describe the sounds and styles. But uh, she's back in full swing on this new album. I believe in a previous episode, I had talked about um, the sing- one of the singles that was released from this album called Doesn't Matter, and being a huge fan of it, because it's really good and danceable. and a good late night song. Good right late night there. song, and I-, I would say this is a very good late night album. I would agree with that statement, sir. There are two versions of this album, if you're listening on Spotify. One of them is the English version, and one of them is the French version. I haven't noticed any instrumental differences, but the French version is all in French. Mm -hmm. So I know there's elements of French throughout the album and certain plays, but if you would like the all French version, uh, go about 11 songs into the French, uh, the Spotify version and you will find it. And it's also on iTunes too. And I actually listened to that a little bit too. And it's, it works both ways. It works as an English or a French album. Yeah. I think for those of us who don't speak French and, can't pronounce it like me the english version is great (laughs) uh you can really get the content and what she's talking about and her style and flow so john what did you think so my initial thoughts on this album is that pop is usually kind of thought of kind of a little bit more lighter fare in music right it's usually typically not as something heavy not as something that's as deep or as motivating or you know it's just kind of like oh it's stuff you put on and it's fun but this is pop music with a purpose this is pop music with a statement behind it and this is definitely pop music that ultimately is going to be one of those kind of albums where i think people they're going to listen to it they're going to get a lot from it but it's going to age very well as time goes along much like french wine Oh, nice. <laughs> a nice, uh, what's a French wine? Um, I, I, I don't know off the top of my head. All I can think is Pinot Noir, which I know is not French. Pinot Noir, caviar. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever see that? No, bit? what is that? Uh, that's from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It just I, made me, it made me think of that not to get sidetracked. Yeah. But Christine, is very much one of those kind of pop artists that won't apologize for who she is. She's one of those kind of artists who wants to break the social norms and not really conform to the ideas that people have in place of not only just pop stars, but also her femininity in general. And that's evident with the title track or the title of the album called Chris, which is basically this like moniker for Mm -hmm. her and her exploration through the music about gender and those sorts of things. Very similar themes like Sophie had Mm -hmm. on the album we talked about with her. Kind of just that like, here's the music I want to make. Don't let the gender necessarily influence what I'm talking about. It's a big subject in the music and such, but it's not 
I don't want to confine to anything because then that impacts kind of your perception of it. So this is a good quote from her about this album. The first album was born out of frustration of being an aberration in society because I was a young queer woman, she says. She then goes on to say, the second was really born out of the aberration I was becoming, which was a powerful woman being lustful and horny and sometimes angry and craving for this for this will just own everything a bit more and apologize a bit less. And you absolutely get that entire vibe that she just spoke about in that quote on this album. Yes. This is very much like, I'm going to be the one who defines who I am, not you. Especially like the song, you know, doesn't matter. It was mm-hmm. very evident of that. Mm-hmm. And then the friend, uh, the the lead single that you talked about earlier, Girlfriend, featuring uh, Damn Funk, which, I, side note on that, I really hope they team up again in the future because their pairing was perfect. Yeah, the French techno dance style is perfect for his type of music. And that, like, 80s kind of synthesizer funk vibe that Damn Funk just does so well. 80s are coming back, man. Oh, yeah. Pop culture, music, yeah. like there's definitely like more emphasis on, you know, synthesizers and But it still sounds like, fresh. Yeah, it's danceable, it's fresh, it's fun, it's engaging, it makes you think and dance at the same time, which is always good. And that song is all about like I don't just want to be your girlfriend, I want to be your lover. Like don't don't put me into that category. I want to be the one that sets the category that I'm in. Yeah. And she's been doing a lot of, you know, She's been going through the press circuit, promoting this album, getting some hype up. And she recently did an interview with GQ. And in that, she's wearing like suits. She's wearing things that typically men would wear. Just trying to kind of state that this is who I am. And I want to be who I want to be. And I'm not going to apologize for it. There are a lot of strong women this year in particular, making very strong music that defines their personality. We've seen that in Nico Case. We've seen that in Soccer Mommy. We've seen that in Janelle Monet. So this like new trend of just like women in the music industry, just like being, here's what I want to do. I don't care what you think. Boom, here it is. And at a certain point, like I want women, you know, in general to not feel like they have to make a point all the time like make music you want to make you know what i mean like i feel like we keep going about this theme of just like i don't care what you think i'm gonna make this music but it, they shouldn't have to think like that they should make music because it sounds good and it does oh yeah you know does, what, you know does what i mean it ever does it ever i know i saw that the other day soccer mommy tweeted something and she's like oh great another asked magazine asked oh what do i feel about being a woman in this industry it's just like why does it have to be like that you know i don't get that either I, I really don't. And to echo your point that you're making here, it's also good that you have these artists now really getting more visibility too as well. Yes. So I think at one point you would have had an album come out like this and it wouldn't have gotten the attention that it deserves. But thankfully it is. And I think too with like, you know, the live performances of some of these artists who who promote a diverse, safe space for you to enjoy their music. I think that's definitely helped too. I would completely agree with that. Completely agree with that. Because music should be a safe space for all. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I guess. I'm always at the thought process when it comes to music. Give me something interesting. Give me something that feels 
authentic. Yes. And this is a great case of where everything on here feels authentic. You buy into everything that she says on here. This is very much one of those kind of albums where it's like you can see a lot of this playing out almost kind of like a stage play, Mm -hmm. which interesting enough, she even talked about that too. And this is another good quote from her. I wanted to be a stage director before I became a pop performer. And writing a record is kind of like staging a huge play in my head, she said. Hmm. And then she followed it up by saying, this is a mysterious job I have. So I love that because I absolutely agree with that. Because a lot of these songs almost sound like they could be like solos of characters in in a grand play. This is very much someone who's coming into her own even further, really knowing where she wants to go. She's taking a big leap here. And it's a bold statement, but it's a statement that pays off. And I almost feel like she needs more credit right now for what she's doing. The only thing is, is that she's doing at a time where we are getting a lot of this. So you got Janelle Monet, you got Soccer Mom, you got all these great female artists that are coming out with work right now that really create a strong statement on like, just because I'm a woman doesn't discount the quality of my work. Heck, we saw that exact same thing on last week's review with No Name. Yep. And I love that she is basically trying to create her own unique identity in that. And it works just because of the the content she's singing about, the style. There's not a lot of experimentation really with the beats per se or the musical elements, but the production on it sounds incredible and just the the thumps and the hits of the drums and just the it's almost like the simplicity of it doesn't need to complicate it because what she's singing about is so complicated and complex the music is just kind of a background for her emphasizing herself and her feelings which is one of the aspects i really liked about this album and that point actually brings up probably my only real complaint of this album is that i think some of the beats could have used some more oomph behind them. I could have used some more tracks that really stood out on this album. When you listen to it as a whole, it's great. Yeah. But I don't think this album really has some really high, high peaks as much as it should. It's like, I'm really enjoying this, but I almost feel like this could be taken to the next level. Yeah, I feel like it's missing something like that, too. And it's not her. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's not her at all. It's just when you're listening, you're like, okay, I heard that style already in this previous song. I want something a little different. Sure, the topic might be different, and it fits the style of the song, but it's like you want just that little extra something else that sounds different. Yeah, that that just takes it to this next level. And sometimes that could be hard to quantify. Sometimes it's easy to go even beyond that level and kind of almost fall off a cliff Mm -hmm. and just you know, do too much weirdness, too much experimenting. I just think that some of the beats just kind of blend together a yeah. little bit. The music styles kind of blend a little bit. Which isn't enough to bring down the album. It's just that if it had done a bit more, it would take it over into this next category and really make a stronger statement as a quality album overall. You know, like everybody's buying into her with all the cool stuff that she's doing and like, you know, the interviews that she's been doing, GQ photo shoots, all that kind of stuff. But I think that background music is going to need to be at a higher level with like the stuff that she does with Damn Funk on this album in order for her to really, really, really get the recognition that she deserves. Because I think 
she's she's getting there, but it should go further. Yeah, I agree. So, do you want to go into your final thoughts, or I can go right into my final thoughts? Yeah, while if, I'm you wanna, if you want to jump in. So, I think the best pop music makes a statement, or is pop music with a purpose. And this is one of those kind of albums that has that kind of purpose. I love the persona that Christine has created here. I love that it's pretty much just this, this is who I am, and you're not going to be able to tell me otherwise. We've had albums like that earlier this year. And why this album is important for me anyway is the story that she tells within this. We talked about earlier about the stage play aspect there is definitely a good storytelling quality to what she sings about on this album and i love that real authentic vibe to it and i love that she's just not trying to be another sheep in the herd but ultimately i need this album to kind of be taken to the next level at certain points and it doesn't always reach that it's like hey this is a good song i'm vibing to it doesn't quite reach the heights though is that lead single i mean that's just such a strong single that's the, it was the best one to lead with it yeah. is it is the best one and i was hoping that wouldn't be the case prior to me listening to this album i was hoping that more songs on this album would reach the heights of that one but it doesn't that's not to say it doesn't matter is also a great track but there's probably like three total songs on here that are like wow those are incredible. Yeah. The other one's like, wow, yeah, that's really good. I, I just want her to go into that next realm. I, I really, really do. <sighs> so I was divided <laughs> on this one because if it was her, just her, <laughs> and, and, and the beats were on the same level as her, I would be giving it an own it. But right now, I'm going to have to give it a buy it. A buy it. Ooh. Yeah, I I really enjoyed this album a lot. I don't want to make it seem that way. Buy It is not a bad review whatsoever. Nope, not at all. It's not. I just don't know if it crosses over into the Own It level. Like, it's uh, Own It level. It's so close to it. It's like it's teetering on the edge. I think you disagree, though. Well, let's, let's uh, remind the viewers at home our rating scale before we jump further. We have Trash It, which is Don't Bother. This is Gross. Mm-hmm. We have Leave It, which is might be one or two songs on there, but don't visit this again. Then we have Stream, Stream it, it, which is, don't really put any money down on it, but it's worth checking out on Spotify, Apple Music, your choice of streaming platform. Yep. And then we have Buy It, aka Download It. Hey, spend some good, some, some good hard-earned cash on it. Not really worth owning on a physical format, though. Yep. And then we have Gotta Have It, which is... Own It. Right, own it. Don't listen to me. We have own it, which is I want this now. Buy it, get it. And then we have our top rating, which is got to have it, which is get this immediately. What are you doing? It is an essential album. It needs mm. to be in your collection ASAP. Yeah, ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Boo. Uh, you know that that was a good dad joke right there. I think <laughs> that was thank pretty you, good. Thank you. I'm gonna save that one for later. I just have a collage that I'm just working on. Yeah, I I have been teetering with this one too, because while I love the content, I love how strong she is. I love her voice. I love all these elements. 
I'm trying to think of the album as a whole rather yes. than just what she stands for or what she is doing. And while I think other artists may musically have more of defining characteristics or experimentations in their art, she's still good. Like like John was saying, this is a good album. Don't think because I'm about to give it the same rating as you are. <laughs> a download it slash buy it. This is a good album to have. I bet it would sound amazing on vinyl, but there's just something like you said that it just doesn't elevate it to the next level. And I'm really excited to see, you know, what that next level could be, because if this is any indication, she's on the right path. I would agree with that statement. So I feel like the next album is going to be even better and could even go into the, you know, own it category. But I think this is one of those albums. There might not be enough variation in the songs and kind of the singles are the ones that carry it. But again, the content, the music, it's very important and it's very good. So I will give it to a, give it a download it. Very good, sir. Just, very, very good. Just like you. Oh, Look at us agreeing again. Yeah, yeah, I know. For, for a while there, we were out of sync, but we're right back on track. You know, I think she should have an album produced by Damn Funk. That and would be The whole nice. album should be produced by him. I could see... I want Daft Punk to make a new album, and I could see her being a featured vocalist on a Daft Punk song. Ooh. I think that would be pretty cool. Ooh. That might be a topic for another time, our dream Daft Punk collaborations. Uh, there's a lot of dream collaborations that I could come oh. up with. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I could dream about. <laughs> Usually, dream my... on! Dream on! <laughs> Usually my dreams are filled with news flash. Oh, so good. Oh, the newsman cometh. (laughs) 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 Mr. Newsman, what do you bring? Bring us some news of newsy things. (laughs) What do you you got for us? Oh, I I got something, but bear with me here. Okay. This isn't me trying to be like TMZ or like... Brown bear or black bear? (laughs) This isn't me trying to be a gossip magazine or site or whatever, what have you. All right, so so just bear with me, sir. But Rashida Jones (gasps) and Ezra Koenig... Yes, I saw. They gave birth... To a baby boy. Aww. Yeah, so cute. Well, she gave birth to it. He, <laughs> you know, d- take it from me, a fellow dad. We, we are the easy part. We, women are strong as hell. Heck yes. Don't know how they do it. Don't know how they do it. Yeah, so it was recently announced that they had a baby boy. And I think that's really, really great news. Happy for them. Mazel tov. Both very, very talented people. I think we're both very big fans of both their work. Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, Vampire Weekend, Time Crisis, so many great things. Very, very excited for them. And as a relatively new father myself, I can tell you it is a wonderful feeling. And I couldn't be happier for them. Yay. But that's not all, Adam. I wanted to bring this up because, sorry, I hit my mic there. I didn't mean to do that. Apologize to the mic. Sorry, Mike. It's okay. Ooh, scratch me behind the ears like you do. Yeah, right right there. (laughs) The reason why I wanted to bring this up, though, is because you've seen this a lot of 
places like, you know, Pitchfork and wherever else, these music websites are bringing this up. Is it newsworthy? And is it one of those kind of things where it's appropriate to do that? Hmm. Because I think both of them, for their personal lives, they've been pretty private. Yeah, I'd say so. I don't think they really, you know, talked about it, you know, really put it out there. I don't think anybody really even knew Rashida Jones was pregnant. No, I, I don't think anyone did. Yeah, and I think that's kind of refreshing in this day and age. I, I don't need to know everything about celebrities. And that's great. Uh, how, however she kept it out of the news is a mystery and go her. And quite impressive. Yes. Quite impressive in this day and age. But is that sort of thing newsworthy? Is mm. it the responsibility of places like Pitchfork to put this kind of information out there? Does it make sense to do that? What do you think? Hmm. Maybe in the context, it, it depends what context it's in. So it makes more sense now why the Vampire Weekend album has been taking so long to come out with. I think this might have something to do with it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, like there really isn't, ex- I don't know if the other guys, I'm sure everyone has their lives and everything, but like a new baby, like that takes a lot of commitment and time. Exactly. So when, you know, you're trying to release an album at the same time, I'm sure there was talks about that. I think it's, you know, in the day and age we live in, it's all about clickbait. Yes. So as much as Pitchfork or AV Club or whatnot wants to post these top quality content things. About artists that they're trying to get the word out there. Yeah. About. I, I, I think that. I think it's all about the balance of it. You know, if Pitchfork starts becoming like TMZ every day, if they're posting all the celebrity gossip and whatnot, I think then that's a problem. But like these little stories like this, it's just like a quick little clip. It might draw on some viewers. I see why they do it. Is it really necessary though? I, it's interesting because if, if, like... if, if there was a quote from Ezra Koenig saying the vamp, the Pyre weekend album was delayed because I wanted to take care of my wife. I wanted to be with her for the new baby, blah, 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 blah. I think that would make sense for it to be posted. Yes. So I, I think it's the- I agree cl- with that point. It's the content of what the gossip is about that relates to music. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it is appropriate to do that. But I think for most of these, unfortunately, it's just, hey, we've got this information about a well-liked band and well-known- Oh, of course. I mean, either way, people are going to click on it because as Vampire Week on it, Weekend on it, and there's not many, you know, f- stories about them or exactly. kind of what they do. So it's definitely an appeal. But like, I think things like you know, like Kesha's trial and stuff, and mm. Taylor Swift, and those kind of bigger cases that revolve around the artist and the music. I think those are important to cover. I I would agree with that statement. I do think also too, it depends on what these artists want out there. So there's some artists that will get announcements by different media outlets such as Beyonce but Beyonce purposely took this elaborate extravagant photo of her when she was pregnant with her uh, I guess twins right yeah the twins. Correctly. so she was putting it out there on purpose so it's one of those kind of things where I feel like if an artist does that then that means these media outlets have free reign to talk about it it's very much one of those things where I'm putting it out on my terms to give you guys something And I feel like she also knew she had to do something like that, which is what I think is really smart about her, is that she knew she had to do something about that, not just because she's going to be out in public performing and touring and all this kind of stuff, but also to get right out in front and be like, you know, I'm going to control the situation. 
Mm. I'm going to get out in front and put out there. Yeah, I'm pregnant. And this is, this is what it is. I think the big thing too is like you have websites that cover these big music stories or little news stories like noisy or AV club. There's different sections within those websites that could cover that. Like, I know AV Club has like great job internet and they'll post stuff under that context. Like Pitchfork though, you know, when you go to Pitchfork, it's mostly about reviews, new tracks and music. Mm -hmm. There's not like a Pitchfork gossip page. So when you see Pitchfork posting things like this, it comes it's jarring because they don't normally post that kind of thing. Yeah, and to your point, it was essentially clickbait to get people to drive to the site. Right. Because it's like them having a baby can just be announced in that one tweet. You don't need a whole article about it. You don't need a whole discussion about it. It could just go right to, like, they could just be right in that tweet, and that's it. You think the baby's middle name is A-Punk? Oh, my gosh. That is so adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just think it's interesting because, you know, I I don't mean to keep on picking on Pitchfork here. No, no, no. They're not the only music site to keep on doing it, but it is definitely becoming more common. And, yes, it's clickbait. Yes, it's, you know, driving people to their websites and trying to get money from their advertisers and all that good stuff. I get it. I get that that's the world that we live in, but I don't know if it's something that needs to be as consistent as it is. I feel like it's very, very common these days. Yeah. And, like, it's almost a bit too much. But I do say, if I am to click on clickbait articles revolving around music i would rather go to a pitchfork av club noisy website where i know those are probably have more accurate descriptions of what happened or a better take on it i would agree with that i I would not want to read that story on tmz versus those websites yeah and that might be my bias showing but you know i think when you have a music site directed towards music you're most likely to cover everything better than those other sites yeah I mean, I, I totally get it. They cover some really obscure artists. If they're talking about, like, this Norwegian death metal band that, you know, was founded in a hobbit hut, Ooh. then, you know, that's not going to get as many clicks or Of course not. And you, need to, you need to draw people into your site, but exactly. I think there's a healthy balance to it. So it's just picking those stories that could kind of tie in back to music in general. Yeah, there was also a very weird description of a band, too. I, I kind of hope that there's a hobbit norwegian death metal band out there i'm sure it exists right? i really i, I probably i'm it sure has there is. to I don't, I don't know why it's norwegian though it should be what, new zealand right that's where lord of the rings was filmed yes new right zealand. There, there we go new zealand rocks <laughs> uh i can't wait that they, they have a special pretty soon they do october 6th yes and i don't have hbo so i'm gonna be coming over to your place that's right i have hbo go and so. hbo or you, or you can come over to my place. We'll, we'll, we'll cook you a nice dinner. Ooh, a din-din. 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 <laughs> so, you have a no, news story here, or no? I don't think I did. That's oh. a, that was a pretty good discussion of that news story. I, I, I saw I that, so um, oh my gosh, uh, Dogfish Head, the beer company, is making a uh, Mountain Goats beer. Uh, see, I knew you had something. But it's only limited to like 200 bottles. You have to buy it at their tasting Ooh. facility. So, uh, yeah. I hate it when they do that. Same thing with uh, Run the Jewels. They came out with a steak old beer. Mm-hmm. Can't buy that anywhere. It's a great name, though. It's called the Best Ever Dark Munich Beer out of <laughs> Milton. So, <laughs> that, that, that is to their song. That is so. pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah, I, I would love to try that. 
I, I wish that was more of a common thing. But I, but I also know even if it was more common for whatever reason, it still wouldn't make its way down to Orlando. But hey, you know we we can't we can't have everything, right? Nope, can't have everything. But the good news is, is that we do have one thing tonight. Oh yes, that's right. John and I are going to go see David Byrne tonight oh, at wait. the Doctor Phillips Performing Arts Center. Oh my! Cannot we talked about wait. it earlier in the episode, but yeah, I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. I'm sure we'll put out some social media posts out there, right? Oh yeah. Give give people a little bit of an inside look there. Yeah, I kind of looked. Spoilers. I looked at a set list a little bit because I had to see. You and, spoiler you. I know. But you, you you just couldn't enjoy the show. I know. We're in for a fun night though. Oh, I'm sure. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. I'm barely awake right now, but <laughs> I'm hoping. Drink more of that coffee. Hmm. Yes, that's a good call. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff, sir. So now I think it's time for Final, Final Ground. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. I love, I love Final Grounds. Mm. Mm. Right before it runs dry. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you, you just keep on saying these really inappropriate things. I I did not say they were inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Music. So I have been listening to a band called the beta band. They came out with an album called the three EPs in 1998 and they reissued uh, that album. Mm-hmm. And I've been listening to the reissue and it's really, really good. If you like indie rock REM, it reminds me a lot of REM a little bit. Kind of like garage punkish REM, maybe, but not really a lot of distortion. I don't know. It's really good. It's very, it, it's good. Check it out. Word up. Yeah. Word up. So there has been a lot coming under my radar recently, but I got a couple of tracks here that I specifically need to call out. And one of them is the latest track from Yaji, One More. So we've talked about this artist before. Does this make it rain? Yeah, it's that artist. Make it rain, girl, make, make it, it rain, rain. Make it rain, girl, make it rain. Father, shake in my cup. cup. Hey, go, hey, what's up? <laughs> I love that track so much. She just dropped a new track called One More, and it starts off kind of simple, kind of almost down tempo, and then it picks up and gives you that really, like, bright, cheery kind of dance music that she just does so well. A very very infectious track cool um i want to talk about a track i've been listening to a very very almost every day it's called next best thing by clarence clarity he's a dj he's really really good it's very epic sounding very loud and boisterous and it's a lot of fun so definitely check that out he's actually is also coming out with an album later in october so I'm very much looking forward to that word up word up yeah so for me i actually have a remix track to share so obviously you and i have talked about our love for kalela's tear take me apart from last year well there's going to be a remix version of that album coming out later on this month well actually september's almost over so technically in october and there's a track that was remixed probably one of my favorite tracks from that album waiting where it's remixed by Kay Trinata. Kay Trinata is an electronic artist that kind of has that, you know, old school hip hop vibe to what he does, mixed in with some electronica flair to it. 
Hmm. And this is one of those kind of songs where it just makes me not only appreciate the original version, but it adds something new. I'm very picky about my remixes. Sometimes I think remixes can just either just totally murder the song or they just really add nothing at all. This thankfully does quite the opposite. This is a very, very strong remix from beginning to end. It has a lot of good change ups in it, piano parts and kind of almost more danceable moments to it. Great, great track. I, I'm actually very curious about this album because usually I can do only can only do so much with remixes and because this album, the original source material anyway, is perfect in my opinion. I'm I'm a little apprehensive, but I'll still give it a shot. Because, hey, it's more Kalela, right? Yeah, Nothing definitely. wrong with that. Cool. I want to recommend... So, I follow a guitar pedal company called Earthquaker Devices. Yeah, you showed me their stuff before. Yeah, they have some really cool pedals. I have um, the Afterneath, which is a very weird reverb machine. And then I have a Deer Hoof, which is infamously the Black Keys used on many of their albums. And they had a guy... Yeah. It's a thick freak freakness. That's the one. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Like I that was all that, on a That's a great album. I really like that album a lot. Yeah, but they have artists come in to demo their pedals, and there was a guy on there. His name was Weasel Walter, and he's very experimental. Why couldn't my name be Weasel Walter? It can be if you want. I'll just start calling you Weasel. <laughs> yeah, but he put out a uh, like a single EP thing called Astral Plane Crash with a couple people, and it's really good if you like noise and distortion and all that fun stuff. Mmm, noise and distortion. Um, 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 um. Um, 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 So for my last one, I got the latest album from uh, Tarek. It's T-E-R-E-K-K-E. And this is an electronic artist whose previous work has been kind of like that just very like chilled out electronic music that those who have been listening to us for a long time know I love. It's just very, very blissful electronic music. Really, really dig his stuff. Well, this time around, he decided to go even more blissful and put out an ambient album called Improvisational Loops. Hmm. I'm glad I was able to get that name right because I was so worried I was going to mess up on it. Good job. It's kind of a mouthful. It's a short album, only about 37 minutes long, but he does a really good job doing these tracks that have those loops to them where they keep on building and kind of, you know, just really creating the strong ambient atmosphere to them so really really dig this album through and through but listening to it a lot especially this past week because it's kind of been a stressful week so it's been much needed for a cool down album hmm. mm-hmm. well in that same vein i want to recommend as my final track i heard it on the jazz station 89.9 jazz, jazz here in jazz, orlando jazz. it's a song called too bad from helen sung s-u-n-g uh, she put out a new album called Sung With Words, like her last name. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, the song Too Bad is excellent. Excellent, excellent. Very jazzy and fun and kind of goes in different directions here and there. Ch- tempo changes. Her voice is beautiful. You'd really like it a lot. So if you're in for a jazz track, check out Helen Sung. You know me. I'm always down for jazz track. Because you like jazz. You like jazz? Why, yes, I do. In fact, I love jazz. Jazz, 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 jazz. Snap your fingers. Snap, snap your fingers. Don't stay up. John is doing it by himself. <laughs> what is that? 
Snap your fingers. Why do I not know this reference? Do you not know Snap Your Fingers? No, what is Snap Your Fingers? It's a rap song. So who does it? Oh, little John. <laughs> well, John, I don't know, but I'm going to look it up Hold right on. now on this device called an iPhone. Yeah, I've never ever heard that before. I thought maybe you were like referencing another meme video, which is what you typically do. Oh, Tony, that is my MO. But uh, <laughs> uh you, you you were showing me some yeah, pretty great snap memes. Snap your fingers, little day. John. Hold on, after this Wendy's ad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, brown wait. sugar, walnuts, apple cider vinegar. Wait yeah. wait a second. It's by Little John? Yeah. Man. I, I'm not cool came out in 2009. All right. A little bit of a dance party here. G4D after party. <laughs> David Byrne in the house. How have you never heard that? <laughs> You've uh, never heard that before? I, you know what, Adam? I probably did. I probably just blocked it out of my memory. There's a <laughs> lot of bad music from growing up that I've just chosen to ignore. Oh, so John and I had this idea for a segment which was basically let's listen, let's give each other the first album we ever bought. So John told me his was a Limp Bizkit album, but the yeah, clean version. Yeah, Limp Bizkit, uh the one with um Nookie on it. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember I can't remember what the name of that album is offhand. I did it all for the cookies. What? what? The cookies. It's like what? the Kids Bob version. So you're uh, going to take a cookie. Stick it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick it in the jaw. Yeah. Stick it in the jaw. Wait, is that really the Kids Bop version? Please tell know. me it is. I, I don't even know if there's a Kids Bop version of Nookie, <laughs> but I really hope there is. And I hope those are the lyrics. But yeah, so uh, I, I gave John my first CD I ever bought because I still have it. And it was a Alvin and the Chipmunks CD called The A-Files oh for Alvin. God. And they sing space songs. Um. <laughs> you do that a little too well there yeah i did there was a no little too there was well. no editing on that just fyi <laughs> what's what's a chipmunks track that you would like today covering an existing track like like oh. like do all star Oh gosh, wow. It's been one week. Should you look at me? I don't think everyone's ever heard me. It's big as that thing. You think I'm looking at Aquaman? As I'm a fish to the dish, I don't want to take the soy sauce off. It's just because I know it's just a frying pan. I'm like, I'll be when I pass rice. Look at the end rice. Some other man value. Brick campus got the man hits. Trying to match wits. Trying to hold my mother bust through. Can I make a break? I take a pickle like a stick in a kitchen. I can only stop. I don't see the flavors. Cause eat the sugars in the very good girls. Gonna cross with orange juice. Hope it's on a waiver. Oh, wow. Dude. Excuse me. Woo. Can't help it if I think of funny when you're mad. Trying on not smiling or feeling bad. I'm the kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorite memories of hanging out with you, buddy, is when we covered that song together at my birthday party. Oh you my brought gosh. out the guitar. Whenever Adam brings out the guitar at a birthday party, it is always a good time. That's right. Always a good time. Because he's not one of those guys who brings out a guitar at a birthday party and then plays, I don't know, 
Wonderwall. Hey there, Delilah. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey there, Delilah, Wonderwall, or, you know, plenty of other songs that you'd never, ever want to hear again. <laughs> you know, just play all the weird songs. That's yeah, okay. yeah. Well, hey, look, you, we played Toto's Africa, right? That's a fun song. We did. Not the Weezer version. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, no. You know, I think I'd like to hear some Alvin and the Chipmunks do, like, some Nine Inch Nails, maybe. Hmm. I like my home. Black as your soul. <laughs> I'd rather die and give you control. <laughs> How do you do it this well? I don't know. How? How? It's, it's my curse. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, obviously, the coffee has really hit you <clears throat> yeah, pretty we're al- hard. And we're almost out. Yeah, I, I don't think you should have any more. In no. fact, I don't think you should have any more for a couple of days. I think you need to wind down. Well, John, that is false because September 29th, which is tomorrow, is apparently International Coffee Day. <gasps> Egad, I feel so unprepared. <laughs> Egad. <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> me too uh, <laughs> uh, i'm glad i can make you laugh every once in a while i feel like it's always you making me laugh because what you do is just <laughs> you crack me up so much man oh, always have always have even prior to doing this podcast you there's just so many so many great things that you do oh man. thanks man that thing you do oh uh, yeah but coffee day's tomorrow so i need to go visit a coffee joint yeah, that sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I might have to do that as well. Yeah. It won't happen. Oh, no. not with that attitude. <laughs> well, it's just you can you go know. to Holy Grain. That's pretty close to your place. Yeah, I guess. Take late. Take yeah. the baby. Yeah, she's gonna be bored out of her mind. I mean, just go pick it up. You know, sip a little bit. And be like, we'll get you some milk. You know. It's pretty interesting. She always reaches for the cold brew bottle that I. Oh, she takes use. after her father. <laughs> Well, funny enough, too, the Lil John song that you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. reminded me. Oh, I thought you were about to say, oh, there's a great rap song that I show <laughs> my daughter. I have not shown my daughter rap. <laughs> not yet. Gonna, gonna, gonna wait until she's at least a couple years old. A couple of years before you break out the Plumbiscuit uh, <laughs> clean version. <laughs> now, this is what we call awful music. <laughs> You must never listen to this one, little one. Oh, my gosh. Oh my what did gosh. it cost you, Father? Everything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what, what, what is that scene from Lion King? It's like that there is a bad place. <laughs> you must never go there. What's a football, Dad? What's a Super Bowl, Dad? I don't know, son. We're lions. <laughs> dumb thing here. What are we going to talk about next week? I, I don't know, man. I feel like we always reach out to the fans, but they come to us for expertise. Yeah, I'm, I know there's like the new Little Wayne album, the new Kanye West album. What's what's another good album that we could talk about, too? Oh. There was something that I saw. Oh, you had oh. the look in your eyes. Well, Cher is, is putting out her album. Should we do it? I'm I'm down to do it. If I could turn back She's coming to, uh, what's the name of the place? Amway Center. Amway Center, yeah. Oh, boy. Up oh, there it is. Dancing Queen. Yeah. We got Dancing Queen. Gimme, gimme, gimme. The name of the game. SOS. Waterloo. Mamma Mia. I, I kind of want to see this show. I kind of do, too. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> I saw somewhere that Niall Rogers was going to open for her, so that really got me interested, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I'd be down for that. Because you know he's going to do, We're up all night to get lucky. We've gone too far. Too far. We are. Uh, that's a great track. That's a great track. Great that's song. a great track indeed. Hey, I know we've been kind of just, you know, kind of going back and forth here. But I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm kind of enjoying it. I feel like we need to have a podcast in the future where it's just kind of like a fireside chat. Yeah, I'd kind be down of, for that. Kind of just off-the-cuff conversation, you know, just just laid back, no formal things, you know. I feel like that'd be fun. Yes. I thought that'd be a good time. And now, now I'm getting into my podcast voice. Uh, <laughs> thank so, you for tuning in this week. Thank you for enjoying our uh, latest review of Christine and the Queens, the album Chris. It's been a pleasure having Chris. you here today. Chris. Yeah, but really, thank you for listening. Yeah. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. We really, really can't thank you enough. Yeah, don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe. All that good stuff. On iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Also, our website, g4dpodcast.com, has all our episodes. Mm-hmm. And you can and see so some. And so we've some started also the French Press Classics, French too, Press as well. Classics and Coffee Chat Cafe. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple cute pictures of John and I, so check those out and make fun of my mustache and do what you need to do, but yeah. And there's nothing to make fun of with your mustache. Oh, thank you. Although I do think you need to bring it back for Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Mercury. Freddie Mercury. We'll, we'll see what the fans say. I, I think the fans demand you to dress up as Freddie Mercury. Just saying. Uh, you never know. I, I I think it needs to happen. Crazier things have happened. I I I think if you dressed up like that, you're 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 gonna blow up. It's you're, you're gonna be huge. You're gonna be huge, huge. Be gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> so many Seinfeld references. So much Seinfeld. Can't can't help it. Well, it's it's just that good. So good. So so good. Thank you everybody for joining in on another episode of Grounds for Discussion. discussion. Bye. Da-na-na-na. Melanie, you can shush me at every opportunity. Five? Three? Oh, it's just an expression. All right. Well, that's very sweet of you. Okay, I'll call you later. All right, bye. Hey. What? I had a very interesting lunch with George Costanza today. Really? We were talking about our lives, and we both kind of realized we're kids. We're not men. So then you asked yourselves, isn't there something more to life? Yes, we did. Yeah. Well, let me clue you in on something. There isn't. There isn't. Absolutely not. I mean, what were you thinking about, Jerry? Marriage? Family? Well... They're prisons! Man-made prisons! You're doing time! You get up in the morning, she's there. You go to sleep at night, she's there. It's like you gotta ask permission to use the bathroom. Is it alright if I use the bathroom now? Really? Yeah! And you can forget about watching TV while you're eating. I can? Oh, yeah. You know why? Because it's dinner time. And you know what you do at dinner? What? You talk about your day. How was your day today? Did you have a good day today or a bad day today? Well, what kind of day was it? Well, I don't know. How about you? How was your day? Boy. It's sad, Jerry. It's a sad state of affairs. Oh, well, I'm glad we had this talk. Oh, you have no idea. Banana. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of G4D, Grounds for Discussion with Adam and John. 
Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.